Hey there, Workplace Warriors. If you are looking to build profitable, lifelong relationships, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Do This, Sell More podcast, where you can make more money than you ever imagined and still get home in time for dinner. Don't miss out on expert tips and strategies from best-selling author Dave Lorenzo and his high-performing guests. The formula is easy. Listen and take action. In other words, do this, sell more. Now here's your host, the master of relationship sales strategy himself, Dave Lorenzo. Welcome to another edition of the Do This, Sell More show. I am Dave Lorenzo, and we're here every Thursday. That's every Thursday at noon. And if you're joining us on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or any of the podcast forms of media, I want you to come over to YouTube. Join us one week on YouTube because we put a ton of extra stuff on YouTube. And those of you who are on YouTube, please do me a favor, subscribe and hit the little bell. The bell will notify you when we go live. And when we do some of these interviews live, there's no telling what can happen. You wanna be there for that. Okay, today I have a guest that I've been dying to talk to because She's a LinkedIn expert, and for the life of me, I cannot figure out what the hell is going on on LinkedIn. So I'm going to bring in Karen Yankovich, and I want her to tell us about her journey and why she picked LinkedIn. Before I do that, I want you to know that Karen is absolutely, positively no joke. She is the owner of Uplevel Media, and she helps entrepreneurs, people like you, people like me, grow their online presence and connect with folks in a way that helps them build their brand so that they are an expert right from the minute somebody meets you. And we talk all the time here on the Do This, Sell More show about the power of positioning yourself so that you never have to make a cold call. And one of the places that you have to be an expert so that people can find you today is on LinkedIn. So Karen, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the show. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me here. So tell me about LinkedIn. Why LinkedIn? Of all the things you could have become an expert in, why LinkedIn and how did you get here? Well, I got to tell you, you said it already. And I love the way you said it, the power of positioning you so you never have to make a cold call. That is the fun, fundamentally why I teach LinkedIn. And you know, my, my background is sales, good old fashioned sales. I'm a little bit older than LinkedIn and digital marketing. So I learned, you know, on the street and, and cold calls, right? Actual really pick up the phone, like literally outbound. I'm having dinner and my phone rings kind of call like 20, 30 years ago. So when I started to shift my business to online marketing and started to learn more about online marketing, realized was that business is much more personal than it used to be, right? Like 20 years ago, if you were around in, in any business, you know, there was a guy that showed up and he sold copiers or whatever, and we really didn't care what he did when he left, right? We really didn't, but now we do. Now business, business is much more personal. You know, we're connecting to some of these people, on, or some of the people we talk to all the time on Facebook or Instagram, we're following them when they had grandkids offline and, what I found was when I, my business, my original background is in IT. So I was in IT sales, but when IT started shifting, I just was like more interested in this online marketing stuff than I was in staying in that world. So I, when I started to shift my business to online marketing, what I found was everybody was jumping right into marketing their business, right? Well, I've got this product, I've got these services, I make the best pencil. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I love that you want to brand your business, but 
imagine how much stronger your business brand is if you start with your personal brand. So I found myself starting with personal branding with all of the people coming to me to help with their business marketing. And you know, soon I started to get known for that and asked to speak all over the place on LinkedIn and LinkedIn strategies. Um, and you know, one of the things I learned early on in online marketing is the riches are in the niches, right? If somebody's looking for a social media speaker, 500 names get thrown out there. If somebody's looking for a LinkedIn speaker, 20 people say call Karen, right? So I, re and I love it. So I started to just really niche my own business down and that really focused on LinkedIn. And I think it's even more relevant today because I think the shift we've seen with online marketing is, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I can email people and I don't have to buy, you know, a, a yellow page ads for $10,000 a month or email lists or, or you know, or, or postcard mailings. But now it's so noisy that the, the pendulum is swinging back to those relationships and the relationships happen on LinkedIn. Okay, so let's start with the people who maybe haven't been on LinkedIn for a little while. I, I started out on LinkedIn in 2007 and I accepted everybody and the next thing I knew I had 30,000, literally 30,000 connections and it became like standing in the middle of the street in New York City with people screaming at me. That's what LinkedIn became to me. And I had my stuff up there. It looked like a resume. It was doing me absolutely no good whatsoever. That's not what LinkedIn is today. Tell the folks who are watching on YouTube, listening on the podcast, tell the folks what LinkedIn is today and how people are using it to grow their business. Yeah, well, here's the thing. As your digital influence grows, you are gonna get more LinkedIn connection requests. So I don't necessarily have a problem with you accepting connection requests from people that you don't know, because maybe they know you, and that's what we're all striving for here, right, With is more visibility. However, that, that just means you have a whole network full of people you don't know and you don't know how to leverage. So, so what I wanna do is be really intentional. And, it, and we have to take a step back to the personal branding and the positioning statement and the, and the profile, but and, and if you had asked me this even a year or two ago, what one thing do I need to do? I would have said your profile. But today, I would say, even with a great profile and with all the noise out there, it's kind of like paying to have a beautiful flyer created and nailing it to a tree in the middle of the forest or at Times Square in New York City, right? Mm. Um, if you're proactively growing your network very strategically and very minimally, I am never going to be the person that says connect with 100 people a day. I don't even want you to connect with 100 people a week. I want you to find five or 10 people, maybe 20 people a week, that if they accept your connection request and you get the opportunity to get on the phone with them, you're going to be jumping up and down and calling all your friends and saying, I can't believe I'm going to be speaking to this guy next week. This could change everything in my business. Those are the people I want you to be speaking to on LinkedIn. And you can do that really intentionally by building out your network proactively. All right. So I, I love this. So you're, you're telling everybody that they should focus on targeting people either they want to work with or people who will be evangelists for their business or folks like us. You have a podcast. I have this show that I do on YouTube every week. People I want to be guests, I should reach out to like 30 of them on LinkedIn or reach out to 30 people I want to work with on LinkedIn. And if three of them accept me as connections, that opens the door for me to develop a relationship. That's what you're saying. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Now that's going to work much better for you if you've done the profile piece, right? And there's one more piece that you didn't mention that I want to mention. You touched a little bit on the people that could be evangelists for you. And that's huge, right? Even if you do sell something that's $10, you know, who can distribute them for you? Who can stock them in their stores, right? Who's that, who's that connection that can get a hundred thousand of them sold in the next couple months, right? Um, but also, who are the journalists that talk about the things that you're expert in? And are you connecting with them? Are you going to your local newspaper's digital version? And in my case, I would type in the word LinkedIn and I would see who's writing articles. I would start typing in literally in the search and see who's writing articles that have the word LinkedIn in the article. And I want to make sure I'm connected to those people on LinkedIn because I want to make sure the next time they write an article about LinkedIn, they're quoting me. Right. So, so building, and it, but it also comes from building relationships. We can't always be going in for the ask. We have to truly be providing value to, to them and, and building actual relationships. All right. Terrific. Let's go back to the profile piece. Cause I, I started this off with my, with the personal bane of my existence with all those connections. And now I'm going back and I'm pairing my connections down to people who have actually had interactions with. That's fine. We can talk about that at length at the end. If we, if we have the opportunity, what does my profile need to look like? What is the profile of the folks who are, who are watching and listening? What does our profile need to look like? Start at the top. That banner area there, some people just have the blue bar up yeah. there. Other people have like a picture of their backyard. What do we put in the, in the, in the heading, the banner at the, not the heading, the banner at the top of the heading? What goes up there? You know what? I want to take a step back from that first. Before okay. we talk about what goes there, I want to think about who is, who is it we want to hook with this? You need to know who the, your ideal client is, who your ideal partner is, what you want your positioning to be. What do you do better than everybody else on the planet? And why do they care? Nobody really cares about you. They care what you can do for them, right? So an example that I use often is if you're a financial planner, you might be a great financial planner and you might have made millions of people, millions of dollars, but so has everyone else, right? There's a hundred of you, a hundred thousand of you on LinkedIn. But if you know that your secret sauce, that what people come to you for is because you help women over 50 create enough wealth to retire at 60, now, now I'm paying attention, right? Now, you're, now I'm paying attention. So back to that niches, riches are in the niches. What's your niche? How can you be really specific on who you're speaking to? Because if I get a connection request from my financial planner, it's pretty much guaranteed that I'm going to get a pitch from a financial planner in a week, right? But if I get a connection request from a financial planner that, that, is, that speaks to me specifically, I'm intrigued and they've hooked me. So you have to know who that person is before you even start with what you're putting in your profile. So that work has to happen first. That makes sense? That makes perfect sense. Today we're talking with Karen Yankovich and she's teaching us how to use LinkedIn effectively to brand yourself and then to reach out to people and connect with them and develop relationships. Karen, you've got a special website where people can continue the conversation if they want to after our show is over. What's the what's the website where people can go to continue the conversation with you? Yep. So right now, if you go to freelinkedinworkshop.com, I'm there live every week doing a workshop where you can ask me questions directly. I don't know how long I'll be doing it live, but that but there will be always be something at freelinkedinworkshop.com to continue the conversation. But the sooner you go there, the better the chances that you'll be able to actually have my eyes on your stuff because right now I'm doing them live. 
Okay, perfect. So we're speaking with Karen Yankovic, and she's giving you the opportunity to go to freelinkedinworkshop.com. If you go there, you may catch her live. And if you catch her live, she's going to help you grow your online presence by using LinkedIn, build your personal brand, and make it so that you never, ever have to make a cold call again. Okay, so we're talking about positioning yourself with your LinkedIn profile so that you engage other people by demonstrating the value you provide. Because I think you make a great point, nobody cares about you, they care what you can do for them. How do we do that right away with the profile? So people are people who are scrolling through, whether it's on their yep. phone or on their computer, how do we do that so we catch people's attention? So it's sales copy, right? It's not resume copy, it's sales copy. It's like writing your sales page on your on your website. It's like writing your about page on your website. So we've you've hopefully I've identified who your ideal client is. The second thing I want you to identify before you actually dive into the work is what are people searching for that you want to come up as the search result? So your keywords, right? Your SEO, it's a little different on LinkedIn than it is on your website. What are those words? Because we want to make sure you're using those words all over the place. Because LinkedIn is a massive search engine. It is the number one content hub on the internet right now. Okay, so you want to be using those words in your profile over and over. And a little secret tip if you don't know this already, if you go to your profile itself, there's a, everybody has this regardless of whether you have free or paid, there's a dashboard. And if you click, and it'll tell you how many times your profile's been viewed in the last week among other things. And also how many times you've come up in search results. So I want you to click on that number, how many times you've come up in search results, and like ding, 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 if it's more than zero, you're coming up in search results, people are seeing this, right? Um, but once you, if you click that number, it will bring you up all kinds of information about those. One of the things it will bring up is what are the words LinkedIn is currently using to bring people to your profile. If it's things like dog walker and you're a you know a happiness coach, it just means you're not feeding LinkedIn properly. And I want you to see this because I want you to see how important these keywords are. And this is the difference between having a LinkedIn profile that's not working for you and taking a little bit of time up front to do this right and feeding keywords. So you've identified who you're speaking to, you've identified who your keywords are, now we can go in and create the profile. You know, the, you got you asked about the header image, and it's first of all, it's important you have one. You know, and my thoughts on this has changed a little bit over the years. My current header image is promoting my podcast, "Good Girls Get Rich," um, but I think I'm, I, my plan is to change it to just a picture of me with a microphone speaking on a stage. A visual image of you doing what you do is probably the best thing you could put there. If you're a realtor or, or, or a location-based insurance agent or something, use a picture of something in your town. You know, use something that is, that, that is relevant to you. If you can't think of anything, use something that humanizes you a little bit. What is it that you do for fun, right? Like, you do that. If you just bought a racehorse, put a picture of that. It makes you interesting, right? This is your personal brand. So use that header image to also gra to grab attention, to humanize you, and to let the world know what image they want you want them to have of you. Okay, but have something. And one of the other benefits of not having a text-heavy or or you know graphically created header image is LinkedIn is notorious for moving around where your picture is in it. So you can have this beautiful thing created, and then LinkedIn decides to move your picture to the right, and now you're your head's on top of all the text. So you know, a great picture eliminates all of that. 
Okay, now this is one of the things. That, this is a, a question that I've been dying to ask you uh, since I since I first discovered you online. The the headline that you put in your in your profile there, it'll default to like your job that the mm-hmm. most the current job that you yeah. have. But everybody changes it. And do you put like a benefit statement in there? What is the yes. ideal thing to put in the headline? So really, what you want to cover and. Can't remember how many characters it is offhand. I think it's around 200. Um, who you are, who you help, and how you help them. Right. Okay. So a little bit about who you are, a little bit about who you help, because I want to see me in that headline. Right. If you say, you know, listen, if you if your focus is, you know, CFOs, I, you know, I'm not a CFO. Well, I'm not even going to. You don't want me to waste your time, and I don't need to waste my time. Right. So let's be clear. Who are you looking for, and how you help them? Right. What do you like? You know, the I I'm a you know, the C the C you know, the CPA or the financial planner that helps women over 50 create enough wealth to retire at 60. Right. So who you are, who you help and how you help them. Now I want you to throw some keywords in. I want you to pepper that with your keywords because Google reads that section. So you want to make sure you're feeding Google. I mean, who doesn't want to feed the Google beast? This is something you need to do. Take time with this because you. You can use this in other places as well. Like take time and do this one right. You really want to hook people here. Be confident, extremely confident. In fact, if you look at your headline and it says, you know, I'm an expert, or if you're a speaker, or if, you, or if you've done one keynote talk, you're a keynote speaker, right? Like use confidence in this because you're really positioning yourself like the CEO of your world. Even if you're an employee, you are still the CEO of your personal brand. So I want to see that in this headline. I want to see that you are taking real ownership of what it is that you do and having confidence and portraying leadership and all of those 200 characters. So it's a, it's a lot, but once you've done it, you know, it's, it, you're golden. And then you can, you know, then you can, as, you, as things change in your world, but at least you got it done. Okay, perfect. So you want who, who you're looking for, who you are, and how you help them. How you help them. Mm-hmm. Perfect. All right, great. Thank you. That's between that and the keyword tips that you just gave us, that is incredibly valuable. Talk to me about the positions that you put on there and are you are you putting keywords in each position as well? How do you, so, you know, how do you do Dave, those positions? You just did what 50% of the people I speak to do, and that is skipped right over the summary. Ah, oh yeah, the summary at the top. Perfect. All right, I'm glad I made that mistake. So now you can help. So if you have a summary and you're listening to this, right, you're not alone. I, when I do live talks with people, I, I look at their profiles, I do reviews, and at least 50% of the people skip over this because it's hard. Yeah. So one really, really interesting thing about the summary that just happened in May of two, um, June in 2019, LinkedIn has changed what it calls it. It is no longer called the summary. It's now called about. And that is a tiny little change with big psychological impact, I think. Because a summary is like boring and it's like you're summarizing your life or your book, but about says, tell me about you. And if you know anything about digital marketing or if you've done any, you know, if you've done a website, I'm sure you've heard that the about section on your website is often the most visited page on your website because people are nosy. They want to know about you, right? So it's now called about. And I love that change because I think that that, that, Psychological change makes it makes us makes it more important that we really look at this section. It's two thousand characters that are filled with 
keyword juice, right? That Google can pull from, that LinkedIn can pull from. You wanna use every single one of those 2000 characters. You wanna do it in a way that is not, I like it in first person, right? It's your, it's your personal profile. You want people to feel like they're meeting you, they're speaking to you. You wanna talk about what excites you about what you do. You know, I help entrepreneurs and small businesses use LinkedIn and it makes me so happy when I see people, when I get emails from people that tell me about, you know, the $10,000 client they just got in a week or the media hit they got a week after they connected with the journalist on LinkedIn. Those kinds of things like fill my, fill my entrepreneur cups, right? So you're infusing your personality here. You're talking a little bit about it. You, you, yes, you're gonna tell me a little bit about your business, but that's what we have the experience section for. The summary section is for you to hook me with your story. Hook me, and again, tell me about you, but make it about me, right? Like, talk about your success stories. Talk about how fast those success happen, successes happen, right? One of the suggestions that I make, because I know this is tough, is grab your cell phone, find an app that records it, and then just talk into it for three minutes maybe about why you're passionate about what you do, how you help people, and what your what your goals are for you know for people that you work with. And then have that transcribed. You can get it transcribed for a dollar a minute, so it's three bucks. There's apps that'll do it for free as well. Take that transcription and edit it into your summary. Okay, put lots of white space in there so it's easy for me to read. Nobody wants to read one big giant paragraph. Reformat it. Now, once you have it done, pepper that with your keywords. What we typically do, one of the services Uplevel Media provides is we write LinkedIn profiles. And when we write your LinkedIn profiles, we don't leave them in there, but we bold the keywords in the summary. So we know how dense it is with keywords. If it's light, we're like, where can we add a couple more keywords? And maybe there's a keyword or two we didn't get in there, right? So then we throw in your keywords where we can. Don't skip putting in a call to action, right? What do you want people to do now, right? How, like you've, they've read it, they're here, they've gotten this far, put a call to action. You know, make it a baby thing though. You know, like realtors, nobody's gonna give you their address to give you an, a, an assessment on your house. You know, coaches, nobody's scheduling a call with you right away, right? They don't know you yet. How many times has your phone ring because somebody saw your phone number on your LinkedIn profile? Mine, maybe five times in my life, right? So make it a baby step, you know? Here's how you get started. I've got a free tips thing or whatever. Make it a baby step. If you wanna put your phone number in there as the call to action, please do it or put your email ad your email address in but have something but under think about your own psychology like what would you do we're off when nobody's picking up the phone and calling people anymore just off you know and and then if you got that call yes we love when people call us about business but it's a little out of out of sync with how we do things today, right? So make sure you have a call to action in there. And then if you look at my profile, you'll see at the end, I list my specialties. And of course, those are all keywords for me, right? It's just another way for me to get my keywords in there in a little bit of a bulleted form. So use all 2000, make it, and, and by the way, if you do what I said, where you read it into your phone, you're automatically infusing your personality into it, right? But when you're done, read it out loud, make sure it still feels like you, because the last thing you want is, you know, to make it sound all corporate, because you feel like you need to be corporate on LinkedIn, and then, you know, you meet with somebody, and you show up with your, you know, your, your, your chakras hanging and your sage waving or whatever, right? Like, pe let people know who you are, your vibe, 
attracts your tribe. So use, you know, make sure your vibe is in there. You, you'll get the right clients that way. And um, be, you know, be who you are. Let your freak flag fly. You are who you are. People will want to work with you because of who you are. Don't worry about who you're pushing away because you're going to drag, drag in five people for every one that, you, that is turned off by that. Absolutely. Your personality is critical in every form of marketing, especially here on LinkedIn. I love that you said that because people are people think of LinkedIn too often as like a visual version of a resume, an old school resume. And it's not. It's interactive. People want to connect with folks based on what they're what they're seeing on their LinkedIn profile. And that leads me to I think the, the last thing we're going to have time to talk about today Let's talk about content because I see people pushing out like Facebook style, really personal, like family content on LinkedIn. And to me, that I look at that and I think, you know, I, this is not where I'm coming to find out about you and your kids. This is where I'm coming to see that keynote speech that you gave. This is where I'm coming to see the how-to video that you just put up on YouTube that you're also uploading on LinkedIn. What is the right way to do content on LinkedIn? What type of content should we be putting up there? So I agree with you that it's not the place for your cat videos. Um, I do think injecting some personality and some human interesty type things is okay, especially as it relates to, you know, you as an entrepreneur, you as a business person, right? If you if you're at a conference or and, and I know that's not the same as pictures of your kids, right? But it's but definitely keep the human interest stuff. Ditch the kids and the cats, okay? Um, occasionally, if your kids are with you at an event, like that would be a fun thing to see, right? But um, remember that your goal is top of mind. So your goal, once you have once you have this great personal brand, you have this great profile, you're building out this amazing network and you're connecting with five to 20 people a week that you can't wait to get on the phone with. Now you wanna stay top of mind with them. So you need to be in that wall all the time. So first remember, you don't need to be creating the content to be in that wall. You can share, like, and comment on other people's content, which is pure providing value. So if you've got people that you want to get on your show, if you're a podcast host, or you want to be on their show, or you know, you want to connect with them as a journalist, or they're going to be the dream client for you, then share, like, and comment there on their stuff. And that keeps your name in the wall. And it, it's, it's providing value to the people that are of, of influence to you. Okay. Beyond that, you know, yes to video. Absolutely yes to video. Um, LinkedIn, we can upload native video. You can put links in for YouTube as well, but you're going to get more people actually watching the video if you if you upload the vid of video natively, especially if you can put some uh, captions in there. And LinkedIn allows you to not only upload the native video, but then there's a little edit button where if you click that edit button, it allows you to upload the, the SRT file of the captions so that you can do both. Um, you can also put a YouTube link in if you want or links to your videos. They're just not going to get watched as much as if you upload native video. LinkedIn's recently up, um, rolled out live. So it, we're still at the place where people are trying to get their feet wet, trying to figure out where that makes sense. Doesn't make sense for everyone. But I would definitely keep your lives very business focused. Um, and then, you know, if you've got a blog post or a, or a podcast or whatever your regular weekly content is, certainly share the link to it on LinkedIn back to your website. But a couple of weeks from now, maybe upload it as a LinkedIn long form post as well. It's another 
content. Like I mentioned earlier, LinkedIn is the number one content hub on the internet. So upload your content that you're putting on your website. Also upload it to LinkedIn as a long form post. And then you've got two different places people can go. Um, you could change it up a little bit. Add, if you look at mine, you'll see I add, you know, this was originally posted on Karen Yankovich's website and with the link to it. I put my bio, I put links to other places you can follow me. Um, so do things like that, you know, share, do a lot of tagging and hashtags. Lots of tags, lots of hashtags, uh, not lots of hashtags. Three to five hashtags where you can. LinkedIn is, is really leaning into hashtags. You can now follow hashtags, meaning if you if I hashtag something, you know, LinkedIn marketing, and somebody's following LinkedIn marketing that I'm not connected to, they're now gonna see my content, right? So make sure you use a couple hashtags, tag other people that are of uh, that are um, as part of that. Uh, that that makes sense. Don't tag people just because you want to annoy them because they're influencers. Tag them if they're relevant to the content that you're posting, um, and try to be consistent. Try to do it every day. You're probably posting every day to Facebook, and you're not getting anywhere near the business reach that you're getting on LinkedIn. Now, do you do you want to put keywords in those posts, or does it does it matter? Is it just what you're doing, you know, for your business, yeah. and it's naturally going to be in Great there? Question. Should you should you concentrate on that? I wouldn't overthink that. If, you're, if your hairdresser posts something that you love or did something for you that you love, post about your hairdresser. Like don't get caught up in, oh, but it's not, it's not keyword relevant to me. However, yes, if the more you post, LinkedIn, know, like the more you post about things that you want to be known for, the better you're telling LinkedIn when to see, send more people to your profile in a search. I mean, my searches are, you know, reaching a thousand a week, right? And it's not, because I have a ton of con uh, contacts. It's because I do a good job with the search, the keywords, and because I do a good job with content creation. Okay. I and mean, that's a thousand people a week that are finding my content by search on LinkedIn. That's, that, that's, that's amazing. More than, that's, you know, maybe, I don't know, I shouldn't say this, but it might be more than my website. I was just gonna say that that level of search volume is more than most professionals are getting yeah. right now to their website, to their actual website. So that's amazing. Yeah. All right, the, the last thing I wanna ask you about, uh, about content and LinkedIn as a whole is with the call to action. You, now you do multiple things. You're a keynote speaker, you're an expert on LinkedIn, you also know a lot about other social media and you'll help people with their entire media portfolio. And you on your LinkedIn profile, you put all the things you do those of us who do more than one thing, so if I'm, a, if I'm an attorney and I work in three different practice areas, or I'm a salesperson but I, but I sell a whole portfolio of products, should I be focusing on one specific thing and be known, be, have my brand known on LinkedIn for one specific thing? How much is too much? How many different things should I be putting on there? What should I be doing? So let's start off by saying a confused mind does not buy, right? So you want to be as clear and concise as you can. Many, most of us are most multi-passionate, right? I'm a CPA by day and a Reiki master by night. Like that is just the world we live in right now. And, and we want to embrace that. That being said, think about what your, what your entry to your world is for people. For me, it's my podcast, Good Girls Get Rich, and my free LinkedIn workshop. Those are the things that if you, they will learn more about me, about all those other things I do. If they get on my email list, which they get on my, if they join my 
webinar, my workshop, and if they listen to my podcast, right? So don't, you don't have to overwhelm them by telling them every single thing you do on your LinkedIn profile. You know, you want to, you want to hook them. At the end of the day, what I help people do is implement a very simple LinkedIn marketing system that gets them on the phone with the exact right people every single week. That is at the that is that is fundamentally what I do. Now, could I talk about? Well, you could join my masterminds, or we can work one on one, or I have a digital. I could talk about all those things, right? But it's too confusing. So, so I don't. I mean, if I'm promoting something specific, I might. Like, I have a digital program that we launch whenever, a couple times a year. So, of course, if I'm in the middle of that, I will talk be talking about that. But it's not normally, and and I talk about it in my experience section. You know that I'm the founder of this program. But really what I'm, my calls to action are very consistently around the things that are on the front end of my business. It's my job then to keep them interested and to have, to teach them about all the other things I do and funnel them into the right place. I got it. So you're, so for you, you're focused on podcast and the free LinkedIn workshop because that's the gateway into doing business with you. So if you're a professional out there and you've worked with me in the past or you've experienced some of my content in the past on YouTube where we talk about creating a honeypot, which is an engagement device, a free report that gets people interested in you, what you should do is in LinkedIn, you should be promoting that honeypot that people can request so that then they can get into onto your email list. They get your your print newsletter once a month, and then you can follow up and tell them about the 150 other things you do. I still wouldn't tell them about 150 things. I still would hammer one thing home. But on your LinkedIn profile, you don't want to be six different things because, as Karen said, a confused mind doesn't buy. All right, Karen. So tell everybody once again how they can uh, engage with you so that they can learn more about LinkedIn, continue the conversation, and really hone in on building their personal brand. Yeah. So connect with me on uh, LinkedIn. I'm at Karen Yankovic across all social media, you know, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. Um, my podcast, you can find it out at goodgirlsgetrich.com where we talk a, a lot about LinkedIn. I mean, almost every episode we're talking about LinkedIn in some way, shape, or form. Um, and uh, freelinkedinworkshop.com. You know, there is nothing for sale at that on that uh, URL. We we at least at this moment in time, you know, we when you go to listen to the workshop, you'll just get an opportunity to jump on the, uh, the a call with me where we can review your LinkedIn profile personally. So or somebody on my team. So. FreeLinkedInWorkshop.com gets you to dive in deeper. We can dive into deeper to some of the things today. There's a lot of things we didn't get to. Um, and then, again, we're not selling anything. It's all content, and it gives you an opportunity uh, to jump on a, a free con- with a, for a free consultation where we can you know, kind of review your profile and see where you can make some changes so you can be hooking those exact right clients. Perfect. FreeLinkedInWorkshop.com. That's wonderful. That's where you can go get more information from Karen Yankovic. She's going to help you build your personal brand online, get found. You heard her say herself, she's getting over a thousand searches, a thousand searches. That's incredible. You're not getting that on your website right now. Imagine if your LinkedIn profile was working half that hard for you right now. That's That would be 500 people who have no idea who you are. All of a sudden, they're interested in you. Exactly. And the time is now because it's hot now. I don't know why LinkedIn's LinkedIn organic reach is exploding right now, but it is. So let's just take advantage of it and ride the wave. 
All right, Karen, it's been an honor speaking with you today. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. We're going to go to freelinkedinworkshop.com to get more, to continue the conversation about how you can use LinkedIn to build your personal brand. Thanks again, Karen. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, folks, that'll do it for another episode of the Do This Sell More show. We're here every Thursday at 12 o'clock, every Thursday at 12 o'clock on YouTube on the Dave Lorenzo Daily. That's my YouTube channel. If you're listening to this on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts, thank you so much. Be sure and like it and give us a comment or a review. I would really love that. And if you want to hear the bonus stuff, the outtakes, the stupid stuff I do, the mistakes I make, join me on YouTube where you can subscribe and ring the bell so that you get notifications when we go live. Because when we do these things live, honestly, folks, anything can happen. I'm Dave Lorenzo, and my guest today was Karen Yankovich, and I'm grateful that she was able to join us. Until next week, here's hoping you do this and sell more.